What's good, y'all? What's up with it? It's your girl, Poppy. And I'm Joanna, but you can call me Joe. What's good, y'all? It's Sierra, and you are tuned into Girl, Let Me Tell You. question of the day I want to know what are your favorite characteristics and why y'all have time to think on that I'll just go ahead and go first I think I have two so first is my sense of humor I think I'm very very funny very lively very much animated I love that about myself um the second one a little bit more serious is my way of thinking I feel like I have a different perspective from a lot of the people around me and I think I, I think in a more mature way compared to most people that are my age so I love that about me. Sierra, what do you love about yourself, girl? My favorite characteristics of me, um, I think just like I care for people, like for real. Like I really care about people. Um, that's it. No, I'm just kidding. I like my smile. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think for me, um, I love my authenticity. You get me 100% of the time, 100% who I am regardless of where I am and I think that is a really beautiful trait to have um because child you can spot a fake a mile away but if you know me if you've met me hopefully you know that you've met the real me and I appreciate my ability to be authentically who I am in every space Mm -hmm. well y'all we are here we are at the girl let me tell you podcast today we are covering a very important topic to all of us um and we are going to be talking about singleness we're going to be talking about pros and cons the good the bad the beautiful the ugly we are getting all into singleness okay so let's just not waste any more time because let's talk about it sierra give me a pro give me a good thing about the era of singleness so off top what i think about on singleness is time because single singular by yourself and so i have all the time in the world not in the world but i got time you know to do you know what i need to do whether it be work i can accept that promotion i could move states you know i could go out I cannot go out. I can be on the phone for hours. I can turn my phone off. So it's just very, it's versatile. Singleness is versatility in my book. And so I would definitely say time. I'm very much all about me, Um, especially this year. I want to be very selfish. I am intentionally not making time for other people as much as I am for myself. And (laughs) listen, no I'm glad I'm glad that you're you're voicing that and living that I love that for you thank you and if you're trying to approach me I need you to know that that's where I am and there might not be room for you you know because it's all about me in this season and I definitely love that Sierra mentioned that because I think that's something that people don't consider as a benefit you know when it comes to singleness because they like to relate it more so of like being attached to someone but mm-hmm. that is really the crucial time for you to get to know yourself and like try to implement practical ways of learning about who you are. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I do. I would definitely agree. Time, because I'm a me person and I need me time. I think in my singleness journey, I have experienced so much in life. I've experienced so much. 
And I think I've grown so much that sometimes throughout this journey, I'm like, dang, I am a different person. I have outgrown old habits. I have outgrown old mindsets. And I think the growth that you have, if you allow yourself to do that, is really, really beautiful. Um, And I think just with me balancing a lot of different things, I'm able to do projects that I want to do if I'm like oh okay I want to start a podcast boom there it is I don't know what's the word is but just being able Mm -hmm. to do what you want to do you know and and not have to check in with somebody else or make sure they're okay if you're doing this or hey Mm -hmm. can I like if I want to go I'm just gonna go if I want to do I'm just gonna do if you see me in Mexico mind your business you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like it is what it is I would consider that too as a a practical way of growing in your singleness traveling if you have the ability to do it just just do it you know and you don't have to worry about taking somebody with you and Mm -hmm. all this I mean and you learn so much too you know like a lot of people when they're single they don't like to do things alone they don't like to go to the restaurant and sit down in the restaurant by themselves or they can't Mm -hmm. go to the library and read a book and be in their singleness and so I think for me, one way that I cherish being in my singleness is through travel because I'm able to experience new things. I learn new things. And then I'm also at a place where, where I don't know a soul. So I have to look after myself and take care of myself. And it kind of gives me this sense of this sense of independence that is just like second to none. I love to go to the movies by myself. I love going to eat out to lunch or dinner by myself. I think it's very, very fun. And before, like in my singleness, if I were to be with someone, that's not something that I would want to do because I'd be like, I need to take this person with me. So in a way, I feel like going on little self dates is like my way of branching out and getting out of my comfort zone. So I would say for me, it's just like being comfortable with myself in all like situations, locations and stuff like, like, you know, that song's like, I'm kicking back and I'm good. Like I'm learning to like be good with myself, to kick back with myself. So just being comfortable and confident in myself, just like in all spaces. And so that's how I'm like practicing singleness and being good in it. Mm-hmm. Comfortable in my skin. Yes. Cozy with who I am. That just blew my mind. Okay. Um, but let me tell y'all something too that I have um, kind of saw lately in an article online. Basically, I saw this article that said that single women are the largest growing market in the United States of America, as in we are now a target audience for businesses, brands, like they want single women consumers yeah. because we only spend the money on ourselves. <laughs> and if we're going to yeah, treat us no, right, we're going to get the best of the best. And so these companies are like, oh my gosh, single women are just really growing in general in the U.S. Like the numbers are skyrocketing as far as the population of single women in the U.S. And I think on one side of the spectrum, I'm like, yes, women power, women history month. But on the other side of the spectrum, I'm like, why is the number of single women growing and why aren't relationships mm-hmm. and and couples being more of a normalcy? You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Do I really want to yeah. be in a single game? Because look at us, we're all so fabulous and fly. Like, why I'm not understanding why we're the market. So on one end of the spectrum, I think it's cool that these companies are focusing on that specific group of people because it's like, you know, we can get some recognition for being great, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and marketable in a sense. But mm-hmm. on the other end, it makes me think of 
the negative aspect of being single because why is the pool so large now? It, it makes me think of all like the horror stories and just dating, just bad experiences I've had with dating. Um, Cause you know, when you think of how large of a group it is, it's like, there's too many women out here getting their heart broke or getting catfished or just getting just completely ran over by all these men. So let's dive into that because we've discussed the benefits. Right. Uh, but all the girls know that there's a downside to being single. So let's get into that. Yes, I want to share a horror story, a dating horror story that I've experienced. So this guy, we met through Instagram. He slid in DMs, woo, cute, whatever. I agreed to go on a date with him. I met him in person. I like tall guys. He was not very tall at all. Like same height as me, shorter than me. If you're short, I'm sorry, you're cool, but you're just not for me. Anyways, I get in the car. Yikes. He has no gas. So he has to stop and get gas. Okay. He goes into the gas station and gets lifesaver gummies and lemonade. And we're going out to eat. So I'm thinking, why are you getting snacks? We're going to eat. Okay. He asked me, Do you want anything? I'm like, no. Then he drives extra, extra fast with no seatbelt like 90 in a 70 with no seatbelt. He likes NBA Youngboy. He's blasting Youngboy all throughout the car. I hate NBA Youngboy. I'm sorry if that's your favorite rapper. He's not my favorite. I hate <laughs> NBA Youngboy. And then we had to go to his homeboy's house so he can get masks because this was during COVID. And he introduces me as his girl to his homeboy. And I'm like, that is a lie. On the first date? He said that is we a lie. <laughs> it is a lie. It is a lie. The, truth the cute thing me. about this was he was taking me somewhere. It was supposed to be a surprise. We ended up going to downtown Dallas, Warren Park. Super cute. He had never been to the place. Did not know where we were going. Had no plans. Then <laughs> he got me Wendy's for dinner. Okay? Now, listen. I am Simple Sally. I love Wendy's and spicy chicken nuggets. But oh this God. was supposed to be a romantic <laughs> evening. And he bought me Wendy's and didn't have enough money to pay for himself. So he watched me eat my Wendy's <laughs> at Warren Park. Sorry. He watched me eat. I'm and I was so sorry. Like, Listen, I'm sorry too. I was looking like, you're not going to eat? And he was like, no, I only have enough money for you. On the way home, he asked, he looks at me. We, we have like 20 minutes till we get back to my apartment. He asked me, so how do you feel about me? I really think you're amazing. I can't wait for our second date. I wanted to tell him you are not at all what I expected you to be because he's so tough to the game on Instagram DMs. That is tough, bro. That is really tough. Yes, it was so horrible. That experience, and see, I went into it so open-minded. I was like, yes, I'm going to start dating because I was literally anti-men at the time. I was like, I don't want to type to anyone. Yeah. I went back to that old mindset. I was like, this is why I don't date. This is why I don't branch out. Oh, man. But I'm sure, do y'all have any any stories, any horror stories similar or worse than mine? I have a baby daddy. That is all the horror story I need at this point in my mm -hmm. life. I think if um, they would have told us in school that babies come with baby daddies, a lot of people would be having baby daddies. <laughs> right. They tell us the baby aspect and the child, all that kind of stuff, but they don't tell you the relationships outside of the child that you have to maintain in some way, shape, or form. And I think that in itself is enough. But I think the biggest thing that I've uh, battled or dealt with with just like men is just the lies. Like, why are we lying? Why are you not who you say you are? 
what is the point of lying to me? We are grown adults. What are you lying about? And for what? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just literally a waste of time at this point. Like, why are we wasting time? We're too old to be doing that. But I also saw this post on Instagram that says something like, he didn't waste your time, sis. He found out who you were and didn't, and found out he didn't like you or something like that. And I was like, mm, who posted He wasted this? my time. Because he definitely <laughs> wasted my time. I don't, I don't get the point of pursuing someone and not being intentional with that. Like, doing all this stuff only to leave them, like, what was I doing with you? Exactly. People can talk, 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 talk in circles all day. They can tell you what you want to hear. They can be good morning, beautiful, you the queen. But if their actions do not line up with what they are saying and telling you, you are a waste of my time. I agree because I, agree. I had an experience recently where a guy was, like Poppy said, talking all this good stuff, telling me I was beautiful you know, just saying all these good things and it made me feel good. But maybe the actions wasn't actioning. It was like mm -mm. very much the opposite of what he was saying. But I yes. was so blinded by just how gorgeous I thought he was and how perfect I thought he was, you know, how fine and sexy and all the good talk. And I'm thinking he is not treating me the way that I need to be treated, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't want myself ever again and any of our, you know, women listening to the podcast Whoever get in that situation where you're blinded by, you know, the words or how he might look, it, it needs to be the actions. Like he's got to show up how Ooh, he's and let me tell you something too. I had um I had a friend, she messaged me and she was like, Man, like what do you do when this like real fine man is talking to you and woo 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 woo, but like his uh characteristics and like who he is is just like trash. But like, he looks so good. Oh, he's just so fine. I want to be with him. I said that he's ugly. He's not cute. Because if his his characteristics and who he is as a person do not treat you well, they're not respectable. They're not um, consistent. He's ugly. Like when I see a man, he could be the finest man on the planet. And I'd be like, oh, he's fine. And I will keep walking. And because if your characteristics do not line up, you are not fine to me. Like I have, I have experienced people who... When I first saw them, I wasn't automatically like, oh, he's the finest man I've ever seen in my life. But he treated me well. He was respectful. He spoke, you know, just so eloquently about who he was. His actions lined up with his words. He was, you know what I'm saying? And those characteristics made him even more attractive to me because he treated me well. And so I, I just, that's my two cents on a good looking man. He can look good, <laughs> but if he treats you horrible, goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that reminded me of something that I saw on Instagram just last night. Like someone was saying that like, if marriage is the goal, you know, that there's more to marriage than just looks. And the Bible says that beauty fades anyways. So mm -hmm. there's that part like the beauty. But he was just saying that like, marriage is like, okay, can this person, can I see a household with this person? Can I see like our children being raised? Like how do they take care of finances? Like how is their heart position, their heart posture? Like how is their mindset? And so there's more to a relationship leading to marriage than just somebody's looks. And so someone has to like, yes, you have eyes. Thank you, Lord. That's what you see first. But at some point you have to know what's inside because what's inside is going to lead to the more 
than just like mm-hmm. the looks. And so that's not just like saying that a person is just like ugly or whatever. Like that's just natural causes. Like people have babies, they expand, people like, you know, sickness and in health, people, you know, happy weight, you know, or they may lose weight. So it's just like different things with the whole beauty spectrum that people need to mature about and just realize and learn more about it. Bro, that's yeah. really good because that put me in the mind of when you're talking about being in a relationship with marriage as the end point, do you guys think that there are gender roles in relationships and are there things that you want or expect your partner or you just know because he's a man, this is what he needs to do or this is what I expect him to do. Do you guys have gender roles when you're looking into relationships? I think of course there are. Mm-hmm. Um I think that there are some very traditional expectations when it comes to more so marriage, but just speaking on a relationship, things that I was taught to expect from men. Mm -hmm. Um, So of course, for me, the things that I expect, I expect you to respect me. I expect you to respect my boundaries. Um, I expect you to respect my family. Mm -hmm. Um, I also expect you to be mature and responsible and managing every aspect of your life you're supposed to also protect me as well if I don't feel safe with you then I'm not going to be with you a very long time because that's important for me as a woman to feel safe and secure with the man that I am with um so those are my like three that's my expectation just borderline of you you know Mm -hmm. I love that I for sure believe in gender roles but I think what has (laughs) really um pushed me to certain things that are just a man's role in the household is having my own house now. Y'all, I literally mowed my lawn by myself. You know, my dad was teaching me, but I mowed my entire front and backyards. And when I got in the house, I said, absolutely not. I I will do it because I have to do it, but this is not the life I want to live. This will have a man's name all on it one day. This will have Jeremiah's name on it when he's old enough. Like there's Triple just some things. <laughs> there's just some things that I believe a man needs to do in the household. And one of them is yard work. As far as like expectations when it comes to a relationship, I think the biggest one that I've learned um that I kind of need in a relationship is I need to feel like I can be led by that person. Um, like the decisions that this person makes needs to make sense. <laughs> His next steps need to make sense. Like he needs to have his goals and visions in a line so that I can feel like, oh, okay, he's making sound decisions. He's, you know, putting his money to the side. He's doing what he needs to do. I feel like I could be led by that person. Um, And I didn't realize that was something that I needed or appreciated, let me say, um, in a man until I was with someone that I didn't feel like I could be led by. And I was very defensive I was very like uh uh-uh, I don't trust your decisions I don't trust where you're going I'm not going there and it was a lot of pushback and I was like dang like why is this relationship so hard and it was like because I I don't feel led by him he just wasn't the one to lead me because I'm sure there's a woman out there that would meet this person and be like oh yeah let's go and it was it yeah. just was not me you know what I mean and so that mm-hmm. I think that's another beautiful thing about um the way that God crafts people's stories and lives and who they are for, you know, different people throughout your life, because you will meet so many people or date people, depending on who you are. Um, and you'll, you'll understand like, hmm, we're not a match. 
and that's okay. <laughs> um, and that was also something that I had to learn in the dating game. You're not for everybody. You're not meant to be with everybody. And I think uh, in the beginning, it was hard for me dating when relationships would not work out because I would feel like I was lacking something or that I um, didn't have, like I wasn't the first choice. So there's something wrong with me. And that's not it. You just weren't the one made for that person. And that's okay. I definitely believe that you can be the full whole package at the wrong location. And so I think when people are strong enough to understand and realize that, and then they move on, they meet somebody and it clicks. Because baby, I'm gonna tell you this, next man that it click with, baby, get out there and mow that yard, please and thank you. I will have <laughs> oh a snack and drinks <laughs> and, and whatever you need, I will be in the kitchen, okay? When you wow. finish mowing that yard, <laughs> we'll have a meal on the table. <laughs> like the people that leave out, like the UPS and the package people, they leave like snacks and snacks. Yes. <laughs> yes, that will literally be me. Baby, you need some water? I got you a fresh cup. Like, get out there and mow that yard, please. <laughs> that is funny. I would say, because just because like of what you said, Poppy, when you were talking about like being able to follow someone and being like secure and following someone, I think that's like super important, that security aspect. Because I know something for me is I want to be so secure in my man that I'm willing to pick up, you know, my life, what I'm comfortable with to follow him. Um, because also I want a, a man of God, like a real man of God. <laughs> um, and so I want to know that he's so locked in with God that if God connected us and God told him to move, that I have that security in knowing that, okay, if I pick up my things with him and go, husband-wise, not boyfriend, but husband-wise, um, that, you know, I'll be okay. I might be sad. I miss my people, my environment, but just knowing that he's so locked in with God I can pick up my stuff and go with him. And mm -hmm. so that security aspect is something like really, really big for me because I, I want to follow you. You know, I want mm -hmm. to submit to you. And so if I know, then that is super big for me. And so in all of that, I do want to ask this question because as much as people, you know, desire marriage or relationship, that's not a promise in the Bible. And so I do want to ask you all, like, how would you all feel being single for the rest of your life? And me, I'm going to answer from a place where I am right now. And yeah. this Joanna is going to say she would not like being single for the rest of her life. Because I, something I desire more than a lot of things is having a family and being a mom and being a wife and supporting my family and watching my kids grow up, just giving them the life that I wanted so badly as a child. So mm -hmm. for me to not have that opportunity, I'd be very sad but I would hope that I'd get to a place to understand God's plan, you know? Um, yeah. Right now, I wouldn't be okay with it, but maybe in the future when I've matured more, I'd be okay with it. But that's my answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. What about you, um, What's funny is, growing up, I never wanted to be in a relationship. I did not want to get married. <laughs> I did not want to have children. I, that was just me growing up. I never wanted to do it. Um, but obviously now I have, you know, Jeremiah and he is, you know, just really grown me in a lot of different ways. So when I look at being single on one end of the spectrum, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Whereas relationships, marriage and dating, that's new for me. So mm -hmm. I think to answer that question, I would be okay if I were to be single. Um, and I think that's just because I really do have a lot of 
goals, dreams, things that I want to accomplish um, in addition to now being a mother. Like those dreams and goals are still there and I'm still pursuing them, even though I am a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people or most people would have a child and be like, oh, I want to have more children and I want to grow the family. And that's just not where I am. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think I would be okay. Okay. I think for me, it's just because it's like in the season of my life, I'm just like big learning to trust God and lean on him, knowing that he has my life and is going the way he wants it to. And so because I want to keep that for the rest of my life, I think I would be okay with being single um, just because I know it's what God has for me. But right. at the same time, I am open and I won't shove relationship love off, um, but I won't like crawl into a hole and cry if I'm single for the rest of my life. But, yeah and not to just be like oh it's gonna be perfect like I'll probably need you know some counseling some help some friends like the circle community of people but at the end of the day I'd be like I trust you Lord here you mm-hmm. go yeah <laughs> so like, yeah <laughs> and see that's the beauty of individualized journeys since that's like our overarching theme of this entire podcast being individuals yes. and just being women supporting each other um because mm-hmm. you know there can be a lot of stigma around a single woman but we're all doing our thing and making it work and whatever God has planned for us he has planned for us and it'll just that'll just have to be that agreed Mm -hmm. I love that I love this so much um I I appreciate when we can get into deep conversations like this and have these moments um and that just makes me appreciate each of you so much more to have you in my life and so to have your perspectives and to have your experiences And to have this platform to share that. So hopefully something that we said in this episode um, will help one of our listeners or watchers out there in these streets, okay? Because it ain't always uh, sunshine and roses. Um, So hopefully something that we said can help you guys out in your journeys. But y'all know it's never a girl, let me tell you, episode without game time. Okay, so let's get into this gig. Today we are playing Let's Be Honest. Let's just be honest. So what we did is we all submitted some embarrassing experiences and or stories um, to a third party source. And what we are now going to do is read these these embarrassing stories and try to figure out, A, is it a true story? And B, who would the story belong to? And then the person that it belongs to will reveal themselves and say, yes or no, why would you even think that? Um, so we're just going to have a little fun. So y'all ready to play? Let's be honest. Yes. We've got to have our good per- poker faces on, though. I know, I know. Because, listen, I can't tell a lie. <laughs> I am the most honest person in the world. You will most likely know when it's me. Okay, let's go. Okay. So one time on a trip, we saw a little house and thought it was a cute museum or gift shop. But when we entered, it was actually haunted. And I lost all my cool is this a true experience and who could it have been um I think this could be true and it's definitely Sierra (laughs) (laughs) definitely Sierra definitely Sierra Sierra. just the way that it's written out I lost all my cool I lost all forms of my cool dot dot emoji with the sweating drip that is definitely Sierra it just gave it away Honestly, yeah. you gave it away. That's you, Sierra. After I finished it, I said, that sounds like Sierra. But that is I don't Sierra. know if it's a true story, though. So you all are correct. It is me. <laughs> and it is based on a true story. Ah, 
So we were at a family reunion and we were just like, let's just go somewhere. Let's get out this weather. Let's go somewhere. So we entered and haunted house. But y'all are funny because like my line, like my parents would joke about this, but the line is like, I was like, let's get out of here. Like (laughs) we can't go back, Sierra. I was like, well, let's, we got to find a way. I lost all forms of cool. I fell down the escalator and had to get picked up off the floor by a white man. <laughs> Bobby, that's you. I know it because you were pointing out that it's, it's white already... man. It's exactly. Bobby. It was the white man. Because only Bobby would say, a white man had to pick me up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he would always say that. That is Bobby. She gonna make it known. It was a white man, y'all. It was a white man. man. I can't believe it. It was so embarrassing. I said about this white man running through the airport to pick me up off the escalator. He was like, I'll save you. I said, no. But please come help me. That is hilarious. Like a child, y'all. It was so embarrassing. I was like, oh my gosh. Where's the where's the cameras? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Sierra, read one. Okay. So the next one is I peeped in front of everyone in the cafeteria as a child and had to be walked out by a teacher wearing a I threw up t-shirt. I, um, I would say... I think that... That sounds like Joanna. You sound like me. It I feel like, like you. I feel like that's something Joanna would do. Yeah. But the I threw up t-shirt. It's lies. It's all lies. I've ne- well, I didn't throw up in the cafeteria. I threw up in class. <laughs> Someone is lying on me. Based on a semi-true story. Listen, semi-true. This is not me. These are lies. Yeah, I that is, that's is, a lie. I made that one up. It's a lie? Really? Yeah, yeah I made that one up. So it's you. Yeah, it was, it was me. Not professional, Joanna. But, yeah. no, she, was, she said, I didn't throw up in the cafeteria. I threw up in the classroom. <laughs> Almost made it seem like it wasn't me. Almost cursed myself for the lie. I ate a piece of dog food once to try to get my dog to eat. Joanna. First of all, somebody's nasty. Joanna. (laughs) Sierra. Joanna. Because Poppy don't like dogs. Exactly. So it's either Joanna or Sierra. And I think it's Joanna. Because Joanna grew up with with dogs. She grew up with dogs. My dog is starving. Seriously, I would never. My dog will starve. This is me. It was true because my chihuahua didn't like dog food at the time. She was very much trying to be human. And I said, look, it's good. They made a little piecey piece. Let's move on. It was disgusting. (laughs) Girl like straight boo-boo trash. I was in the second grade. Didn't know no better. Okay. Me and my cousins were singing Shackles by Mary Mary. I wanted to sing the bridge, but instead of saying bound in every way, I said bouncing every kind of way. And they all laughed at me. Bouncing every kind of way? Joanna, did you do this? That's Sierra that don't know no lyrics. (laughs) First of all, that's Sierra. Not knowing the lyrics and stuff, okay? That do sound like the lyrics bouncing every okay. the way. I would think me, it's y'all. Joanna because Joanna, it was the, me. y'all always be singing. Y'all always <laughs> yes. be singing. 
my family sings and it was just one of them family functions where they was like y'all go practice the selection so we chose shackles and they were like you can do the bridge and they had me try out an audition and i said bouncing every kind of way and they said bouncing and started laughing and i was a shy kid so i'm like my life is ruined i was embarrassed i just went to the corner i cried i didn't get my debut shambles mary mary i was in shackles very much so it was so embarrassing bouncing every which way it was so embarrassing but that was me okay so the last scenario goes to the one who said once when i was little and my parents would pick me up from children's church apparently i didn't focus in on my parents and for a hot minute i was standing next to a stranger before i looked up and realized this person was no kin to me well, it came to me. I feel like it's Sierra. I feel like that's Sierra, or it it never happened and she made this up. But if it if it is, I still think Sierra did that one though. I feel like it's Sierra. I I don't know, just the way it's worded. I feel like it'd be Sierra because Sierra been giving up. <laughs> she been giving herself away on all of these. Very much so. But I feel like it might not be true because I feel like Sierra's very observant. And very much, I'm aware of my surroundings. Okay, but she was a kid. But I don't know. She didn't know what she was doing. It's Sierra. Because my children's church is too little. My, my mom was a children's church teacher. So I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah, there's no way. All the time. So Sierra got to be you. Yeah. It's me. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also based on a very true story. Really? Dang, you yeah. just got to leave with the randoms. <laughs> She I said, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. <laughs> Let's go. Like, this guy looked so much like my dad. I was just standing next to my dad. <laughs> and then I looked up and saw my dad. And I was like, who's this man? <laughs> I hate to say it. I don't know who this man is. To say it. Sorry to this sorry man. man. Okay. I'm sorry to I don't this know man. You. That's that funny. Y'all, let's be honest. That game was a 10 out of 10. Well, y'all, that's all we have for y'all today. This was a great episode talking about singleness, the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, and the promises of the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, The game was a lot of fun. So to Joanna and Sierra, thank you guys so much for joining this wild ride with me and being on this podcast, coming chatting it up. To listeners and watchers out there, thank you so much. We appreciate you so much more than you know. Sure, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, but you know, the conversation does not stop here. In the meantime, catch us on Facebook and Instagram, like us and follow us, and our episodes drop every other Friday at noon. And of course, you know, you can always tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Girl Let Me Tell You Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We will see y'all next time on Girl, Girl Let, Let Me Tell You. Tell you.